0: What's up everybody welcome to another episode of the chocolate podcast my name is Steve wright joined by mr william monroe will how you doing
1: steve i'm doing well monday evening here getting ready for our monday night football game of uh the Kansas city chiefs and the new york giants i was telling you beforehand here this is one of the first weeks i can remember in a while that all of my games are blowouts one way or the other and there's really not too much hanging in the balance here tonight I you know looking unless anything crazy happens to be five and two in my week you know games this week and all of them will be 20 point deficits one way or the other
0: and did you uh did you survive all of the the injuries that (laughs) that took place this week
1: I did um I have Kamara so I guess that's you know maybe not you know, maybe an ancillary with, with the Winston injury. Um, but I don't know if that'll be better or worse if Taysom if Hill comes in. Um, and then I'd, luckily, well, I guess I could say unluckily, up until today, didn't have any uh, any Derek Henry on any of my teams, which was a bummer all year until now, as, as we now get word that he uh, is going to be getting surgery for a Jones fracture and will likely end his year.
0: Yeah, that is uh, uh, that's something else. I that was just very unexpected. Um, you know, everyone knew something was wrong. He came off the field, but then he went back on. He, he played yeah. for a while. So yeah, t- to wake up to that news was uh, it was kind of shocking. That <laughs> very big deal. I you know, lucky I don't have him anywhere. Um, you know, we were talking. it <laughs> one of the favorites in our dynasty league has suddenly just submarined with uh, yeah. He has gotten burned. I, Injuries.
1: I, I mean, what, what you just read them off. What are the guys that he has injured?
0: So uh, he has Russell Wilson. Not that that's a big deal. He's got other quarterbacks. Um, but he's got Chris Carson. Uh, he has – he had Xavier Jones. He has Chris Evans who's out. He, he did trade for Cam Akers. That wasn't a big deal. Um, he's got Gibson – that's hurt as well. And now uh well hurt but playing, you know, whatever. Um now Derrick Henry at the wide receiver position. He's got Julio that's out. Um I believe Hopkins is banged up, if memory serves. Um, Ridley who who had the, the mental health stuff, um, Juju who is out, and Kittle who was out. <laughs> um, so it was a stacked team that is suddenly just depleted. So uh he'll be looking to sell off, I'd imagine, and and work towards next year. I mean he's
1: is- was looking to be our biggest uh, competitor in the division in this league. So he starts to sell off some of the few uninjured pieces he has left. Could be, uh, could be nice to not have him as a uh, trade better, but he does usually make some pretty good trades. So he could really set himself up for the future.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And he could turn this team around this year if he wanted to, I'm sure. Um, So, yeah, well, we'll just see the, the direction that he wants to go into. But uh, one of the things I guess we'll have to consider in <laughs> Dynasty League, so not that much of a consideration, but we'll have to consider waivers, right, Will?
1: Waivers, yeah. And then as we enter uh, the new week here, we are going to be getting the is it the Raiders, I believe. Raiders and uh, Ravens coming back from their bye week. Uh, for what
0: game?
1: Uh, coming off of the bye from this, oh, coming
0: off the bye, yeah, just those two, which is always, uh, yeah, always weird. It was just two teams,
1: (laughs) yeah, and then we have uh, the bucks the Seahawks, the football team, and the Lions going on to the bye here in week nine.
0: Indeed, um, I just realized that's that's really gonna hurt me in our league, Uh, yeah, Mike Evans, Lockett, and uh, Hawkinson for me, (laughs) so yeah, yeah, oof, indeed.
1: the Bucks obviously you'll have a lot of people drop it off but the other three teams maybe you know two or three fantasy pieces in each
0: yeah not the end of the world Mm -hmm. um but yeah let's go ahead and uh start jumping into the waivers here will um you know, obviously the Henry News is is the most prominent right now. Uh, Two key options that have emerged as of this recording. Um, You have, you know, McNichols, who has been there all year and been catching some passes, rostered about 8% of leagues. And then you have uh, AP, Adrian Peterson, who was signed to the practice squad, and then they're going to be elevating him to the main roster, uh, roster to 4% of leagues, which is weird, Um, but okay.
1: Yeah. Um, Do we know anything? You know, I know he's going to be moved to to the main roster but is there any time frames or legally that he has to get through that may restrict him from playing this week
0: i don't think so not that i've seen i think he should be fine yeah.
1: they're they're not the sunday or the thursday game uh, you know thursday game here is going to be the uh jets and the colts
0: yeah so he's got a full week of practice and, and you know trying to you know, get up to speed on the playbook and everything, which is, which is helpful. Mm-hmm. Which of the two are you most interested in?
1: I want to say McNichols. I mean, any type of the PPR, probably him. I think he has been a little bit more of the pass catching guy there. Whereas Peterson, he'll come in, you know, he'll, he'll get some carries, you know, maybe a couple of targets, but I think he's going to be more of a a better player for the Titans NFL. Team than than your fantasy team. Uh, I know you could come in and, and obviously pop at any time. He is Adrian Peterson, but I I don't know that the opportunities are going to be there as much. I I mean I don't know that they would do this because they seem like a team that wants to kind of stay with their identity. But I think they would be wise to shift switch it up a little bit and become a little bit more of a passing team. Kind of let you know Tannehill open up. You have AJ Brown killing it. You know, Julio hopefully can come back and get healthy for him.
0: Yeah, I tend to agree. And part of it's everything you said. The other part of it's, you know, I don't know how much I trust AP. I mean, last we've seen of him when he played for Washington and we played for Detroit, he had fantasizable days. Like he looked fine. Um, So like he could come in there and be a perfectly kind of fine Guy to have in there, uh, or this could be a day one they're they're signing Peterson, and then tomorrow it's it's Gurley or, or you know someone else, and you know suddenly it's a three headed deal between you know AP you know Baltimore situation basically yeah of like roll the dice which ones it going to be who knows who's um, be this week. Yeah, you know, maybe they trade for Mac. You know, the the fantasy footballers I mentioned trading for Melvin Gordon. Um, You know, there's different options out there they can go down, and given that they are, you know, a Super Bowl contender, you know, they'd be more likely to make a trade for a uh, a player like a Mac or a Melvin Gordon than say like the Jaguars, you know, with James Robinson being hurt, they're not gonna trade for anybody relevant. Uh, so that's a possibility as well. So that was really what pushes me off of Peterson, you know, McNichols has yeah. had some fine games and like you said, they could open it up a little bit more. So he'd be my bet too. Now the the problem is how much do you Yeah,
1: that's the thing. I I think Mick Nichols would be the guy. It'd be okay spending some for, but I think there's you know close to a zero chance that they don't bring somebody else in, or you know there's just not a clear guy there that you're able to play. You know, so I mean, I probably spend you know ten, twelve if you you know really think Mick Nichols is the guy. Um, I think in a lot of leagues, Peterson may be the guy that is taken with more fab. So you may be able to sneak away at McNichols here because of the name value of Peterson,
0: yeah. And I think kind of the, the revert or the, the lack of name value for McNichols. I'm not sure everyone even knows who he is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he a
1: Tampa draft pick, years yeah. Ago.
0: Like he's had some good games, but he, he's not relevant enough for everyone to know who he is. So I think he could just end up passing under the radar. But I'm with you. Like I'd probably pay fifty percent. I think for whatever he is gonna go for, it's not gonna be worth, you know, what you get out of him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm probably maybe maybe he falls through the, you know, cracks so if you can, you know, put ten down and see if you can get him, great. If not, you know, let someone else spend up
0: on him. Yeah, absolutely. Um uh, another two man option here. Miles Sanders went down. Um, clearly it was not Kenneth Gainwell. Thanks a lot. Um, (laughs) But uh, Jordan Howard got some usage. He's rostered about 2% of leagues. And uh, Boston Scott rostered about 20% of leagues, had a big game. Um, What are you willing to bid on these guys? I'm assuming Scott's the one you want.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a similar situation. Um, Although I think both, you know, prove to have some relevance. And I think both of them, you know, we've seen it, obviously, here this week. Um, so I think, you know, I wouldn't mind putting bids in on both of them. I'd rather have Boston Scott, especially because he's very versatile, in which he can return the ball as well, but he can definitely you know be a pass catcher. Whereas Jordan Howard's more of a thumper. You're banking on a touchdown, right? If you don't get, you know, he had two touchdowns this week, so great. He had a great game, but if he doesn't get in the end zone, I think he only had like three carries or something. So he didn't get many yards. You're not going to be expecting a lot of yards from him. So I think, I think Scott's the guy. And and I yeah, I mean, we don't know the severity. Uh, you know, I think they're hoping it's just going to be the three weeks, which would mean we have, I believe, two weeks left. Um, but they have a week fourteen by. So if they're not you know competing, maybe they hold Sanders out a little more. I I still don't know, so I think he's you know probably worth uh, you know around twenty percent, maybe a little more. But you have to know that you're the chance that's only a you know two week, um you know spend, and and even with that two week spend, you're kind of still competing with the chance that a rookie like Gainwell, you know, has a big game and breaks out, and Howard's still going to be there to take away some of those goal line carries.
0: Yeah, I think one of the thing, and you know. Uh, I will probably be cutting him because I'm just over it. But one of the things you do need to remember about Gamewell is that he's a pass catcher, and uh, this game was not a a game script for a pass catcher, where they win the Chargers next week, and the Eagles are going to die, (laughs) and they're going to need a pass catcher. We'll see, man. Those Chargers
1: Um, haven't looked the same either, but I would imagine... And They're coming they not- and, and it, is, it is coming out east. So, a lot of times it's tough for those Western teams to travel. But Yeah, it can be. Yeah, I imagine yeah. the line will still be, you know, three to uh, six points to the Chargers.
0: Yeah, probably. So, maybe Gainwell gets some work. Um, but I'm with you. Like, I'm not going to trust the touchdown opportunity with Philly to, to go with a Howard. Yeah. Um, he's not a bad, like, desperation play. You got a couple people on bye. You know, that's fine. Um, but I would rather have Scott. Um, you know, after that week, you're going to have to pay up. And, you know, like you said, is it, you know, you're paying up and you're gonna get two weeks. If you're one of those middle teams, you're looking to buy wins. That's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, you know, if you are, you know, a top team, then, you know, you got to weigh that cost option. Um, but yeah, I don't know what he's going to go for, but I'd imagine it's probably gonna be a lot, 30, 40%. If if I would assume,
1: yeah, you'd, you'd think that's likely where he would go. So you know, I like you said, I, I yeah, it depends on really how bad you need him. You know, I may be willing to spend up like that if you know, season's on the line and you really need to to try to buy a win or two. Um, but yeah, if you're you know, if you're in in you know in contention and you know holding well, probably don't want to spend up that much and probably bid in twenty twenty five and you know. Once again, maybe someone sees Howard come back and remembers him from the Super Bowl run and you have a chance that, you know, someone may be spending more on him, but uh, probably unlikely.
0: Yeah, indeed. Um, Next up on the list, we have Mr. Carlos Hyde. Um, Now, if uh, memory serves, we don't know the long term uh, situation with James Robinson I believe they've said that he's avoided a serious injury but I don't think they have gone a, a, as far as saying you know he, he might play this week or he might miss two weeks like I don't think we know any of that yet um, which means Carlos Hyde uh, could be in play this week he does have the bills so that doesn't bode well um, but he could be one of the cheaper options you have compared to the guys we've already talked about because it's Carlos Hyde and it's the Jaguars and they're against the Bills. Uh, so maybe you could drop like a, a you know, a 10% and, and grab him. Are you interested in Hyde?
1: Yeah, it's a tough matchup too. I wish it was like a better matchup. Um You know, he seems like a great one week guy to get you over. and Maybe it's more, but you know, you're just banking on him being just a one week rental uh, that you don't have to spend up on. So, you know, I, I, if it was, if he had a better matchup, you know, maybe willing to go to like fifteen or twenty. But yeah, I think ten percent's probably a safer bet there. What he's worth now, you know, the thing is, we're going to tell you these numbers, but I would imagine in most leagues they're going, you know, teams are going to be bidding more than this, and most of the the people that get these players are going to have bid twenty, thirty, forty percent because they really need to buy a win. So it really is all about your team and, and the makeup of your team but he's the one I think I'd be pretty interested in here.
0: Okay. We've got two more options here. We'll um, just for time's sake, we're going to lump them together here. We've got Mark Ingram rostered in 37% of leagues and Devonta Freeman uh, rostered in about 22. Um, so both could be had uh, pretty easily. Freeman coming off the buy uh, Ingram coming off his trade to uh, the saints and the reunion. Uh, are you interested in either of those guys there?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Freeman definitely deserves to be rostered because he, you know, has proven that he can be valuable when he's the guy there. Um, They don't trust Tyson Williams. He has been either inactive or not really utilized a ton, and maybe Murray's been injured. Um, So, till we know more about Murray, I think, you know, I I think you don't know what you're going to get out of Freeman, but. I think he's definitely a guy that's solid to have on the back of your roster for those weeks that Freeman or that um, Murray's out, and even when he's in, you know Freeman's a guy that in a pinch you can plug in and you know hope for a touchdown, but he's going to get some usage. Whereas Ingram, I think, is going to be more as a just a pure handcuff to your Kamara. You know, I think if you're the Kamara owner, you have to go out and get him because he looked actually pretty good running the ball there. So if something were to happen to Kamara, I think Ingram would be. The lion's share, for sure.
0: Yeah, great. He looked pretty good. Um, I don't know which of the two I would... I mean, if I was Camaro owner, I would want Ingram for the handcuff. Um, you're starting to get to that point of the year where you need to start considering stuff like that. Um I think I'd probably just rather have him period. You know, Freeman could be the more usable asset throughout the year, but picking what games he's usable and which games he's not is gonna be difficult. Um especially if Murray remains out for a while and you know, that carousel continues. So I think I'd rather have Ingram. Um but right. we're gonna move
1: over. Whoop sorry, go ahead. Nope. I'm just gonna say that wraps up the running backs here. We've got a couple of receivers. Uh later day for receivers, I think we usually have a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. Typically, there are a few more. Um, we only got five here for us today. Um, starting off with Mr. Randall Cobb, uh, rostering about 36% of leagues. Uh, he's a tough one because you'd imagine Adams and Lazard are going to be coming back. Um, you know, maybe he picks up some of that Tunyon work. Um, but what do you think of uh, Cobb?
1: Yeah, I like Cobb. I, I think he clearly has the trust of Aaron Rodgers, and that's important. Um, so even when Adams comes back, I think Tunyon out for the year, Cobb is pretty clear number two. I mean, we'll see about Lazard when he's back healthy. They've proven, you know, they don't really, really trust MVS, so I think at the worst, he's like the third option in, in the receiving group. I'm not counting the running backs there. We saw, obviously, Aaron Jones was heavily, heavily used, but yeah, Cobb, I mean, he, he, you know, I think he only had a couple catches, but he scored twice. And, and I think that usage, you know, will only increase with Tunyon going down. So probably not going to spend a ton on him, but good matchup against the Chiefs. Um, So I think it's definitely someone you can utilize. Uh, and maybe we to spend 10-ish on, on a receiver there, which is, you know, not usually what I budget for. But he's someone I think, you you know, be good to have on your roster and you can play in a pinch.
0: Yeah, especially you got bye weeks coming up. He, you know, he's a good guy to, to fill in. Maybe I'll look for him, you know, when I'm drowning. Our, our league's usually pretty deep, so i sure he'll be available. But he's interesting. Um, I think I like our next guy more. Um, Devante Parker, Ross in thirty five percent of leagues, um, had a good Game back. Um, Good to see he has the Texans this week. That's also lovely to see. Um, So I think Parker is probably the guy I'm most interested in out of all of these. Um, Probably bidding about the same as you just mentioned with Cobb, though. What do you think of Parker?
1: Yeah, I think Parker is probably the guy that I want the most. Um, I'm probably willing to go up to, you know, 10 or 15 even for him because I think he's someone that, you know, whether it's two or the rest of the year, whether they trade for Deshaun Watson, I think his situation from here on out is just going to be the same or better. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I like where he's at there. It seems like it's you know, really just him and Waddle. They've moved on from Preston Williams. Fuller hasn't been able to be healthy consistently. So I, I really like, you know, the the option there of Parker. And I think he's a great stash from your events to see if he can, you know, be you know, more consistently relevant and someone that you, I think you can play in flux and at times as well in the right matchup.
0: Yeah. Now the, the next one here, he's a tough one, Jameson Crowder. Um, you know, in his return, he had in a half point PPR, 15 and a half points. Uh, the following week, it was about six and a half. Then he went on by, it was about five and a half. And then, you know, this week uh, with Mike White, uh, almost 12 and a half. So, you know, I don't know what to make of him. You know, it, it, does he stay good? If Mike White stays the quarterback, does he fall back down to earth? If Zach Wilson comes back or when Zach Wilson comes back, was the Mike White thing, just a one week thing. <laughs> There's so many question marks. I mean, we know crowd is pretty reliable, but you know, he's had two pretty not great weeks. So he's hard to rely on, I think.
1: Yeah. I think he's, he's definitely hard to rely on. I mean, yeah, I, I probably stay away from this because I think this is... They, they just look so good, and it, it just it just seems like a trap. You're going to add him. You're going to get, you know, the low-end Parker... or Sorry, the low-end Crowder that you're used to. Uh, but Indy's defense is pretty good. And, you know, so this week, I think you're, you know, you're probably going to have Mike White again. I, I mean more power to him. I hope he has another good game, but I don't know that I'm ready to bet on Mike White coming out and doing that again.
0: Yeah. And part of it, you got to watch Corey Davis. I think they said he's got a chance of playing this week, but on a short week, I would doubt it. But if he does play, it's going to hurt Crowder. You can imagine a little bit, but uh, keep an eye on that. Uh Canarius Tony. Uh, he's playing some, well, we actually, we don't know if he's playing yet, do we?
1: Yeah. He and Shepard both questionable. Um, so we don't know, really know what they're going to do tonight, but I think those are the two guys that I'd be the most interested in. Receiving-wise, there in, uh in, um, in New York.
0: Yeah, it might be one of those situations, you know, they play the Chiefs where if either one of them plays, you're probably going to have to pay up for them um, come waiver wire. And if they don't, then you might be able to sneak one through and grab them because people have forgotten about them. Um, but both, you know, over 50%, you know, rostered, so it might be difficult either way. But you have to figure out what happens Monday and then make a call from there, I think.
1: Yeah, I think that yeah you know, that sums it up there. Um, so I think both of them, you know, be interested in adding Tony probably more. I think he's got the higher upside, but depending on how they do in this game, you're likely going to have more eyes on him. It's Monday night game. A lot of your leagues probably watching to see how the rest of this game goes. So you probably are going to have more competition for both of them. Is as, as, you know as long as they both play and look decent.
0: Now we're moving over to the tight end position. Dan Arnold coming up first. Only rostered about five percent of leagues had himself a good week. Um, he uh, it's pretty interesting. He is uh, he's targeted quite a bit. He's led the team in receiving yards. I think twice since he's been added to the team, which is kind of interesting. Like I, I wanted to expect that, but you know they traded for him and they've been using him. Not every week's been really fast. Yeah, we had, we
1: had to start him in um in our dynasty league, and if you realize yeah. that.
0: Yeah, I yeah, we were put in that position and it worked out for us. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna work out every week. They got Buffalo this week, so that's kinda of worrisome. But uh he is uh he's not a bad ad if you're in a, a desperate streaming spot.
1: Yeah, no, I, I fully agree. I mean the game script should be there. You imagine that they're gonna be having to throw the ball out to keep up with Buffalo. Um so yeah, I think he's a good good play. Um back to the uh Back to the Giants, Evan Ingram, thirty-two percent rostered, going up against the Raiders. So I think it could be a pretty evenly matched game. Raiders would probably be favored, um, but it's it's at home for New York, so another Western team coming across the country to uh, you know, to the East Coast. Uh, Ingram, I think, is another you know, decent stream as well. There's probably not too many. Um, tight ends that are going down. I mean, Hawkinson, but you know, you probably weren't starting the Tampa Bay tight ends recently. It's the tight ends. Maybe you were relying on Seals Jones, but you know, they probably don't need probably not a huge week uh, for tight end waivers. But Ingram, I think, is a decent play.
0: Yeah, Ingram's not bad. He doesn't seem to have upside like he used to. Um, in fact, Dan Arnold's had you know a better week than Ingrams had all year. Um, but uh, he's been like just fine. He's not destroying you any anyway, weeks. He's just been okay. Um, so that's not a bad thing to have on your team. So yeah, he's he's a good shot. Um, Ty Conklin has had two good weeks in a row here. Um, so he's pretty interesting. What do you think of him?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's looked impressive, and, and I would say they've had some prime time games. Where we've seen him play a lot, but he has looked very good in his games that he's played. Only twenty five percent rostered should be another tough matchup against Baltimore, but you'd imagine both teams, you know, are going to have to put up some points.
0: You want to know, know something you. interesting? Well, Baltimore is actually, from a fantasy perspective, the second worst team against tight ends. Oh well, yeah. So maybe that's
1: wait. kind of the weakness there. So Conklin could be a decent stream. Um, I kind of want to see what Evan Ingram looks like, and, and Ingram also. I think you need to note that. Trade deadline um, is coming up tomorrow, and he has been a hot name that could be moved. So his situation could get even better, uh, but we probably won't know. We'll probably know where he will end up prior to the um, to you having to put your claims in. Uh, but yeah, Conklin, we know that he likely isn't getting moved, and he has a good matchup against Baltimore.
0: Yep, so he's a solid option. Friar mooth had himself a good week. Uh, he's has got to be hard to trust. I mean, he had a good week this week and a pretty good week. The week before the buy. Um, but he is uh, a rookie uh, on a team with a lot of pass catching options. You know, he might get lucky if you throw the dart on him, but he he's gotta be hard to trust, right?
1: Yeah. Hard to trust. I think he's someone I wouldn't mind, you know, rostering, you know, if I am relying on an Evan Ingram or Conklin or Arnold, like say you were rolling with them because you you've been, you know, just kind of bouncing around um, at the, on the tight end position. I wouldn't mind rostering two tight ends, you know, as long as your bench is long enough and just kind of seeing if he does it again this week. Um, And then you can maybe look to him as someone to go with forward, but Chicago, you know, it's a Monday night game. So should be able to get a a good look at, at um, Pittsburgh's offense there and see how he's utilized.
0: And finally uh, we have Mr. Cole Komet. I know he's uh, he's popped up on here before, um, he is with the Bears. They had a interesting week this week. Um, fields looked pretty good. Um, you know, was that because Nagy was not there, or because you know San Francisco defense hasn't been good? I don't know. But they had a good week. He really didn't. He put up. Uh, he had about three catches for twenty four yards. You know, not the best. The two prior weeks, he was fine, like just okay. Um, but a young guy that could break out, if you know, Fields is starting to click. Maybe that means something, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think. I think he's solid. He seems to be one of the more consistent options there. You know, with everyone disappointed in Allen Robinson and, and Mooney being up and down, and, you know, he seems to be kind of one of the you know young tight end, young quarterbacks' best friends as a tight end there. So another guy I think like Fryermouth that I mean probably re- more ready to play him this week than Fryermouth, but a guy that I'd maybe want to see again, see if the offense looks the same once again, um, and hopefully as long as it does. You can see if you can roll with him, Uh, but he's another guy I would like to give another week.
0: Okay, well, so that's going to tie up the tight ends. Let's get into the streaming portion of the show here. Quarterbacks, well, Taysom Hill versus Atlanta, assuming he's playing here. Uh, Tua versus Houston. Carson Wentz versus the Jets and Teddy Bridgewater at Dallas. Who are you streaming?
1: Yeah, Tua is definitely the guy here for me. I picked him up. Um, in the league that I have Brady last week the anticipation of this Houston matchup uh, and Brady going on by. So I think he's definitely the play here. You could say Carson against the Jets, but you know he's had some bonehead plays and, and the Jets have played better as of late. Uh, I think Hill is the wild card here. I'd love to pick up Hill and roster him and see what happens going forward. Um, so I, I think Hill's a really good kind of stash to see when he gets healthy, if he's the guy, do they make a trade? Uh, but if they don't pick anybody up, make a trade in the next you know twenty four hours or less, uh, I think I think Hill you know could be the guy going forward, and offense will change a bit, but he should have some major uh, fantasy value.
0: Yeah, I do like Hill. I agree with you, though. I think he's probably a longer term play. You know, good matchup against Atlanta, but I don't think I want to play him his first week back after injury. Um, especially when he's a guy that relies on his legs a lot. So I would probably pass on Hill. I mean, for me, uh, you know, Bridgewater's an easy guy to overlook. So it comes down to Tua and Wentz. And it, it again, like you said, it's hard to pass up Tua against Houston um he's got upside to his game that we've seen and uh we should hopefully see that against houston um you know you had mentioned wentz and we had mentioned wentz last year or last week he's been good like every week of the year <laughs> i think there was you know i had one bad week and you know every week we get some highlight dumb play that he's making but from fancy perspective he's putting up around 25 points um every week and that's not you know week winning it's not week losing like he's just He's been fine, um, you know, good enough to win you games. So I, I wouldn't hesitate to play Wentz, but Tua's got uh, probably a similar floor with more upside. So I'd stick with Tua as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm there with that. I think he'll, like I said, is more of like a roster and, and keep him on the bench, see what you can get with him going forward the rest of the year. Whereas Tua is a great stream this week.
0: Yep, absolutely. And uh, finally, we got defensive streamers, the Patriots at Carolina, the Cowboys versus Denver, the Saints versus Atlanta and the Chargers at Philly.
1: Yeah, I, dude, the Patriots and Carolina, that could be a game where you want to start both defenses because both offenses are not looking great. They've had some plays. Both defenses are playing well. You know, Gilmore back now for uh Carolina. Um Patriots defense looked really good against Herbert, so I think those are two teams that I'd really like to play. Uh, um cowboys defense is sneaky as well they've been playing well but the saints i think are the team that i i couldn't find room in our league for them but i wanted to pick them up so bad and just throw them on the bench you know for the stretch run because i thought they were good i didn't think they would be able to do what they did to brady but i think that's the move i mean matt ryan i don't do you see the injury to matt ryan
0: <laughs> yeah i did that's, that oh was, man that's i wow. mean he
1: came back and played but I mean, that could be a game, uh, an injury where you play the rest of the game, but maybe they sit him this week to let that heal up a little bit.
0: Yeah, I, I agree, and that's why I'm leaning with the Saints as well. Um, I agree with you on the Patriots matchup. I think that could be pretty good. Um, but I, I think out of the four, I would go with the Saints – because of that and not only because of that so like you know you're missing Ridley uh, you could be missing Matt Ryan you know the Saints defense should have you know just a ball out there but at the same time you know your quarterback's going down and you know I'm assuming it's gonna be Trevor Simeon this week Um, even if it's not you're rolling out of Taysom Hill it's just coming off an injury I'm assuming you're gonna try to play really good defensive football um, and to try to help the offense out And, uh, you know, combine that with Atlanta's offense not being great. I think that would spell a pretty good week for the Saints.
1: Yeah, I think that's the target stream for sure.
0: Absolutely. And that is going to take care of this week's episode. Tune in on Thursday for our Start Sits. Until then, trust your board.